0: In the early morning of September 5th, 1998, 25 years ago, District of Columbia Police Dispatch received a 911 call of an unresponsive man. The police found 59-year-old Raymond Prillman laying face down on the ground of his first floor bedroom in his northeast home, dead of a single stab wound to the upper part of his chest. There was no evidence of a break in or forced entry. Responding officers found the murder weapon, a three inch black handled kitchen knife on the stoop just outside the back door. There were red stains that appeared to be blood on the money. As well as a trail of red droplets leading up the stairs to the second floor. The police concluded that someone from inside the house killed Raymond. And the only two people inside the home were Raymond's sons, Derek and Mark Prillman. The boys were taken to police headquarters, placed in separate interview rooms and questioned for hours by D.C. detectives. The detectives deceived, pressured and threatened them both. After hours of grueling interrogation, Derek Prillman falsely confessed to a crime he did not commit to protect his younger brother from being falsely accused of the murder. One year later, Derek was exonerated and released from jail. This is a story of an innocent man's fight to prove his innocence. In today's episode, we have Derek Prillman here with me today. Derek is a, a fellow past co-worker when I worked at MGM, and he's a friend He actually traveled with me to InvestFest, and he will be with us in today's episode. But before I introduce Derek, welcome to All In Society. I'm your host, Claude Winston. Join me as we dive into the thrilling world of poker, expand our financial intelligence, and unlock secrets to a healthier lifestyle. Subscribe to our YouTube page. For a full version of all upcoming interviews, including an interview with Derek Prillman himself. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You will find the link in episode description. New episodes are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of the podcast. Monday and Wednesdays, we release them at 8 p.m. Eastern. And on Friday, we give them to you a little bit early to start the weekend at 5 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to support the podcast, please follow the podcast. And if you'd like to support the YouTube channel, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Download all episodes of the podcast and watch all the episodes on the YouTube page. Share with your friends and family and leave a review. All right, without further ado, Derek, how are you doing today?
1: I'm fine. Thank you.
0: So Derek and I went to D.C. today. We shot a teaser in the scorching heat. I believe, isn't it today the hottest or one of the hottest days of the of the year or the summer? Even though I think summer is technically over. Yep. 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 So it was real hot outside, but we went to uh, we went to the monuments. Uh, took some photos out there. And which library do we go to, Derek?
1: Martin King Library, Dr. Martin King Library.
0: Yes, and we walked, we took uh, a video outside the library and we walked all through the library. Derek's been to the library plenty of times, so he was showing me around. Um, So it was a beautiful library. I've never been there before, so it was nice to see. A couple of other ideas, but it was so hot. We did jet over to MGM and we shot another video over there. As I said, we were both well Derek still works there I don't work there currently anymore but we both um met each other at MGM uh I remember it was a situation that happened um what maybe probably two years ago and it was brought to my attention that we're not going to discuss today um but that's how Derek and I really met and the great thing about Derek was he used to come up to the poker room. Poker room was on the second level every morning when I worked on a day shift to the point where if Derek didn't come up and say good morning to us and check in with us, make sure everything was good. I was looking for Derek I was like, is he a day off today? Is he good? Um, I would ask some of the other employees. Um, so, uh, Derek is very, um, consistent and, uh, uh a great friend. And so we've gone to, um, some Washington Wizards games together, right? Yep. We went to the the game that they played against the Lakers and LeBron, and he, he scored more points. He passed Magic Johnson, an all-time uh, scoring list, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so that was a packed game. We were behind the basket in kind of like a standing zone, and them tickets were not cheap that night. Nope. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um. So we went – We've gone to basketball games together and then we went to InvestFest this past, not this past weekend, but weekend before last in Atlanta and it was uh, amazing. Derek had the opportunity to sell some books uh, and bringing that up. I definitely wanted to tell him about the story that the fact that you sold the same book to two different people within one hour span.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Sure did. Yep. So how did that happen? Just networking, man, and just uh, a lot of people just um, interesting to my story, just telling about it, just promoting it. That' what you gotta do is promote.
0: Yeah, absolutely, networking. That's why we were there at uh, InvestFest. If you, what were your biggest takeaways from InvestFest?
1: Um, just the uh, business. Uh, you know, just uh, learn more, um, learn more about the stock and crypto and. Um, everything and i like I said I really enjoyed it I had a great experience and a, and a good time and it was good I think um any black person should go whoever learned you know one learn to learn do stock to save money invest in stock and everything and stuff and just be a, a black business I think fest be the place to be mm-hmm. yeah they do it every year in I, I prefer people just to listen to this just just go and and do it again next you know they come out every year and I think it's in august or eleven whatever just go you enjoy the experience it was really good
0: for sure. I was uh, preaching to everybody that I saw any body of uh, any person of color at the workplace or anyone that I crossed paths with um, on the street about InvestFest leading up to it for months. And Derek uh, was one of the, I guess, few people, not too many, actually really looked into it and went. If they did go, I didn't I didn't know about it. So I'm glad he had the opportunity to go. He sold some books. Uh, he met Ash Cash. Uh, so what did you. What did you learn from Ash Cash?
1: Um, just uh, the business perspective, just, uh, you know, about writing books and um, just everything, man. He was really good, and um, he talked some good stuff. So I learned a lot from him. And by the fact, um, last week I had uh, got on was, uh, two of his Zoom calls. He talked some good stuff about, you know, writing book, you know, authors and what you can do and everything and stuff like that to expand and everything. So I'ma say it was a pretty good uh Zoom and stuff like that. Zoom meeting was pretty good. So I enjoyed it.
0: All right. He's, that's all I can say. Yeah, he's a, he's a best selling author. I believe I saw him on a cover of Forbes magazine, which is pretty big. Um so that's amazing. Great for him. He's he's big on using AI to help you uh write books. Um, so that, I think that's a very valuable tool that's going to benefit some you know, some younger people and and folks that are authors in the future to help them write books at a lot faster pace than they're probably accustomed to.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: But all right. So so let's get into to your background. I read the you, first of all. Let's introduce your book. So tell us about your book.
1: Yeah, my book is called "An um, Innocent Man." by me. Derek Perlman is on Amazon. Um, the paperback is 1499 and the Kindle is 999. The book is about my life. Uh, like today, uh, September 5th, um, well, 25 years ago would been, uh, my dad's passed and he was murdered. I was 18, um, at the time. And, uh, yeah, just talking about my story. Um, like I said, I went through Odeo. I was traumatized. When I woke up that morning, me and my younger brother found him deceased, uh, murdered, in a pool of blood. So, like it's, it's just been painful for you know. I'm still going through a lot of things right now, but God is good. I'm staying strong, and um, like I said, uh, writing you know, writing this book was a me just getting my truth and having closure, and um, um, being incarcerated at 13 months. It could have been rough. I could have uh, committed suicide, anything, but a a blessing of God, I stayed strong and kept my head up and just pray for him. He was with me for the whole 13 months. So I just hope, um, uh, my book and like I said, just touch lives and save people. And I want to do like more speaking engagements to young black men and stuff like that. So that's,
0: uh, that's amazing. Um, I wish everybody had the opportunity to meet you, Derek, because you have such a a big heart and a kind soul. And for everything that you have gone through, you you don't carry that with you. Or I wouldn't know because you you just you live. You're just so nice to people. You're you're good to people. You care about others. Um, Despite every obstacle that was been, you know, you've gone through. Um so I think that's just amazing and just a testament of what type of man you are, um and and your your faith, right? Um so can you um talk to us a little bit more about uh your faith and how you uh you know, overcome great obstacles, um in some trying times?
1: Um, yeah, like I said earlier, man, just by the uh faith of God, just standing strong and like I say, it's rough. I, I mean, I, I sometimes I, it's still, it's still painful it, you know, for me, it's, I'm still grieving. I'm still hurting because I want to get, you know, justice and close for my dad and everything. But, um, like I say, man, I'm going to work it through. I just come through my ups and downs and, um, God is by my side. That's it, man. So I'm here standing strong. And that's why I'm blessed to talk to brothers like you, Claude, man, for sure. show. So I'm all right, man. So God is good. Um, I'm here. So I'm going to do what I got to do. No matter what I got to do, just keep fighting, keep pushing, keep going forward.
0: That's it. Well, tell us about what, where's the case at currently? Um, tell us, um, now we want, we want everybody to read the book, but give us some uh, information or currently where it stands.
1: Right now. Um, like I said, uh stands uh, from uh, like I stated to you about a month ago. Um, I went to the DA's office downtown DC, tried to get the case reopened. Um, Father's number case cases closed. I'm still trying to get the, the case reopened. Um, trying, like I said, to get justice, get my dad's girlfriend charged for the murder. And the police officers that lied to me and Turk and knew the day of the murder, she called and confessed that she killed my father. I want to get them least charged and arrested right now. I just want people to pray for me to get the case reopened. Cause right now I might have to get attorney to get the case reopened. As far as right now the case is closed. So, um, I trying to just, like I said, trying to get it reopened, to, uh, get her charged with his murder and just have closure and justice for me and my family. That's it.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, do you, is, is there a lawyer that you have in mind that you've you spoken to and, um, is and knows for sure. Do you know for sure whether they can open the case or pursue the case further?
1: Right. I'm still looking for a pro bono lawyer. That's my pride to do, but it seems like I'm at to try to get a, a, a paid attorney right now, but I'm just going to just leave it. Pray to God, just put my faith into the Lord to help me with this thing to get this case um open, go forward. So I can have some closure and justice. That's it.
0: Have you ever tried or has anyone suggested a crowdfunding or anything like that to raise money in order to, to pay those fees?
1: I didn't know nothing about that. I, I may best not give a try. Thanks for letting me know that I did know anything about that.
0: Okay. All right. So there's definitely, uh, we'll talk later off, off camera or, or if maybe if there's someone that hears this story and wants to reach out and, and can help and maybe is an attorney or knows an attorney or Anybody has any information that could help help Derek that would be beneficial that would be amazing. Um, but I do have um some more questions so in the in the teaser trailer video that we made earlier today um you you made comments and suggested that you wanted to help young men um and from t- especially from some takeaways that you uh went through Um, So how would you, or what did you learn from this experience that uh, you believe you could help with young men and today?
1: I'm just learning from experience. Uh, Like I stated, I did 13 months at DC jail. Um, I just want to encourage young men. um, What me and my younger brother Mark been through a tragedy, um, losing my dad in that situation. Um, And if you, uh, I want to say this, if, young men out here just listen to me if you ever go through a tragedy like i said me and my younger brother uh did losing my pops um you uh they from show because by you being at the, t- at the house no forced entry police takes you down to the uh homicide building they're going to do the interrogation which they did to me and my brother for 12 13 hours and um just for me um I was protecting my younger brother and I should never did that. Um, I made a false confession on tape. Um, Some of I did not do. And um, I want young men to hear my story. Don't ever confess to a crime. You do not do what they try to do to you, do to you. But for me, that was my fault. The police was dirty. They lied to me. I was traumatized. I was just uh, going through my mental health, mental issues and just uh, hurting and protecting my baby brother because I didn't want to go through because he was 15 at the time and stuff like this. I made a false confession with something I didn't do. So just don't ever make a false confession for something you didn't do on tape. And that's why I'm trying to, Um, I really want to get this story out here and, and speak to young black men, especially just all boys, especially young black men, all color boys, really, but just for young black men, what I've been through because we get interrogated by police and black men and we, and we the most, uh, as black men get killed in police brutality, so. Yeah.
0: What did you ever ask for a lawyer, and they maybe suggested no? That's not a, an option.
1: You know what? I I'm be honest with you. I they never uh. They I I, I can't. I want to. I'm trying to think. I want to recall if I did. I didn't. I know it sounds crazy. But they just kept lying to me. They never offered me, they never told me I could talk to a lawyer, anything like that. And they handcuffed me to the bottom of the room, too. So that's what they did. They handcuffed me. And I, you know, and I just can't really, I know it sounds strange. Recall if they did, I think I might talk to a lawyer. They tried to lie to me, so I couldn't get one. And I remember they handcuffed me to the, uh, um, uh, floor in the room. And there was those three detectives. I want to say their names. I can't detect uh, Richmond, I believe it's Daryl Richmond and the file. And it was a white guy named Kaufman that did that to me and just, uh, met, just ruined my life and destroyed my, life and just lied to me. So, uh, that that's all I can say on that. Um, have you,
0: have you, have you talked to your your brother about um, anything recently? Have you talked to Mark recently about any of the events that take place
1: that night? Um, um, we, you know, we talked. Um, he you know, you know, he you know I was, uh, you know, he you know I went to Infest. I told him I was going um do this interview with you today. Um, I told him just to be on lookout. So he's, you know, he's. He's just down with anything we try to do to get it out there. So, you know, he he's strong, too, because, you know, he got four boys, my four nephews. So he just hanging there too. just, you know, we just stand prayed up so we can get closure for our father and stuff and get his girlfriend charged for the murder. That's it.
0: So what are your what are your plans for the future with your book? And uh, just going going forward forward with the with the case, have you have do you have any other options and maybe you haven't discussed yet?
1: Um, I haven't. But going forward, with my book, I want to travel the world, like I said, speak to young brothers, and save lives because I think it's an important thing. Because a lot of us, for black men like myself, a lot of men go through mental health, and like I say, they lose family members, and um, and they get, you know, they get accused of murder crimes they didn't commit, and they end up finding the are to commit suicide. I like that. Uh. Young guy, just sort of there. I think his name's AJ Strong. His case probably goes back two or three years ago in Texas, and they uh, found him just now found him guilty of murdering his parents. I believe it was innocent, but it just such stuff. He was a young man. I think he's probably nineteen, twenty. Just like I said, just travel the world, with my book. Just try to save lives and just uh, keep young men inspired, and they, and just teach them they can be anything they want to be. They can be doctors, lawyers, anything if they choose to be. A ball, you know, play in the NBA in that field, just get that college degree, have some to fall on, have a plan B. So I just want to encourage young black men. That's all I want to do and just and um save their life or anything. That's all I want to do, man. That's it.
0: That's amazing. Well, have you have you thought about having your own podcast?
1: I need to work on that. I really haven't. But I need to try to work on my own podcast and do that. That's the best thing I probably can do. I think I need to start working on that. Yeah. Home.
0: Exactly. Uh, so this is just a suggestion because, you know, obviously traveling it costs money to for the for the flights, for the hotel, um, for going out eating. So that adds up. But if you can do this in the comfort of your home and, you know, relay your message to the masses, I think that's a definitely a, efficient and a, a fun. And I think it's a therapeutic way to do it. Sometimes I th- just doing this, getting stuff off my chest can be
1: therapeutic. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you guys want to know more about Derek's book, we will have and where to purchase it on Amazon. I will have the link in the episode description. You can purchase the book directly from the episode description. Just click the link. It'll take you right to Amazon. I'm looking at it right now. I see it listed on paperback for fourteen ninety dollars is a very quick read. It's it's forty eight pages. I read it uh on the weekend. And if you're a local, Derek is always I know and tell me if I'm wrong. Derek Derek is always willing willing to sign your book. Correct?
1: Yes, sir. I'm absolutely. Um, um. If you want to reach out to me on my social media, it's Derek Perlman. Uh, my um my book, my covers, my profile, and on my Instagram. My Instagram is d underscore Perlman. If you're interested in my you know, um getting a book so I have a couple books, you can um, reach out, you can inbox me. I'm not gonna say my number, you can inbox me. People know me, um, having got my book, you can call me. Um, yeah, you can just reach out to me on my Facebook and Instagram and, and then like I say, if you uh prefer to go on Amazon, you can go on Amazon like flaw just told you. Um my paperback is fourteen ninety nine and my Kindle is nine ninety nine. Like I said, it's a good story and um people that know me, you know I'm a good person. Just please Appreciate it. Um, I think I, I want to thank on this podcast the people bought the book. The book came out a year ago. I want to thank everyone for buying the book, reaching out to me, supporting me, and um, playing my documentaries. Getting you know my story be a documentary and movie getting it out there. I really appreciate it. That's all I want to say.
0: Yes, and if you are you want to dig a little bit deeper into the story, Derek and I are doing an interview live. Um, When you hear this podcast, the interview will already have taken place, but it will be on my YouTube channel, Um, and it's at youtube.com forward slash at all in society, and it's easier because there's some underscores in there. Just click the link in the episode description, and you can watch that video. I will have a direct link, hopefully there, where you can click it. And it will take you right to Derek's uh, Amazon page, and you can buy the book from there as well. I believe I can figure that out. I'm tech savvy enough to figure that out. If not, I will find someone to, to make that happen. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of All In Society. We'll have more of these in the future. Maybe we'll have Derek on just for uh, a natural episode, uh, more so than an interview. All right, and guys, remember... Life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability and I promise you'll come out ahead.